What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Games Cast. Once again, my name is Adam. And once again, my name is Joe. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day. This is episode number 29 of the Games Cast. Joe, welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Awesome. Um, so we are going to start how we always start with what we've been playing. So, Joe, I want you to jump right into it. What did you play this week? I uh, picked up uh, Metroid Samus Returns and? for the 3DS, and it is very, very good. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I went into it actually kind of expecting to, I don't know, not be disappointed by it, but like... You didn't want to get too hyped because you've been hyped about, about like remakes before, and they're kind of... Not even really that. It's just... Uh, well, there was all the like the weird stuff about it coming out beforehand because there was that fan made one coming out, yeah. and then they like squashed the fan made one, and then this one came out, and it wasn't being made by like a major team that I remember. It, like it was like some third party team making it for Nintendo, so everyone was kind of like, eh. "What do we? Yeah, what what do we really expect?" Yeah, and um, I I don't like the three like the three D modeling aspect of it i always hate it when they do that with side scrolling games it never looks right yeah because it is a thing where like a side scroll like a 2d side scroller has a very certain aesthetic that you're used to after 30 years of playing yeah like i the fact that it was 3d modeling and not like uh sprite based yeah i don't i don't want to say like uncanny valley but it doesn't look right to me yeah i don't think uncanny valley is the right term there but it's one of those things where it's like they ne- they always thought if they could, but never thought if they should. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like playing uh, Mario Maker. I always liked using the like Mario World sprites while playing Mario Maker, as opposed to the new Mario Brothers 3D models. Yeah, I mean, see, even in that, it's different though, because I played enough Mario in 3D where it's it's fine. Like, it's fine, but it's. And I'm not saying it looks bad. No, but absolutely. I prefer not. the sprite. Yeah. Stuff. Okay. The sprite based stuff always looks better to me. It's why um, that Bloodstain game coming out, the one that uh, is being made by the guys that made uh, the the Castlevania games. Like oh the yeah, Sim- yeah, Symphony of the Night. Yep. Uh, he did a Kickstarter for a. It's a very loud car driving. So by. loud. Still going. That's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, that picked up everything. <laughs> that was a lot. Like normally we get some car traffic going by when we're recording, but like. That was loud and for a very long time. So I'm going to assume that person's incredibly obnoxious um, and they suck. But yeah. continue. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So the the uh, the guy that made Castlevania Shift at Night yeah, yeah, yeah. started to make a spiritual successor, yeah. like finger quote thing. Yeah. Can't call it Castlevania, but like wink, wink, wink nudge, nudge, nudge. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yep. Um, and I got really excited for it because I love the side-scrolling Castlevania games. They're probably some of my favorite video games of all time. Mm-hmm. Symphony of the Night is definitely my top three of greatest games of all time. Wow. There you uh, go. Yeah, I fucking love that game. Hot uh, take. I got really, like, really excited for it. And I'm not saying that the game is going to be bad, but I remember seeing the footage. Yeah. Like from the you know pre-alpha stuff. Yeah. That they were showing off from the, for the Kickstarter backers. Um, and I remember looking at it because it's now like all 3D models and stuff. Those games had... The most glorious sprite animation. Yeah, they were really high quality sprites. Yeah, and this one's all 3D modeling, and I just was like, "Oh, this does not look right to me at all." Not saying that the gameplay is bad or anything, but yeah. it just—I'm so used to the um, incredible sprite animation that yeah. seeing this kind of like muted 3D animation made me really kind of like recoil. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like, you just don't like the aesthetic, which is fine. Like, yeah. I mean, there are plenty of games where like the gameplay is good. Uh, 
the perfect example is uh, like Wind Waker. The mm-hmm. game is really good, but people don't like the aesthetic, so they shit on it for a really long time. Like, yeah. a lot of people still to and, this day haven't played it because they're like, yeah, but cell shaded. I don't like it. Yeah. And so, like, not only cell shaded, but just goofy looking. Yeah. yeah. So that's understandable. But yeah. obviously. But once you start playing it, the game is pretty fantastic. Yeah. Like, it. No. it, it captures all the feel of a Metroid game. Um, it's really fun. The controls are really tight. They did a lot of stuff uh, switching up the controls for the game. Because uh, yeah, there's more buttons to work with now. True. It's a remake of a Game Boy game. Yeah. So, you, game. so it went from having two buttons to, yeah. what is it, 12? Two buttons thing? and a D-pad. You've now got, what, four, five, six? Uh, four shoulder buttons. Oh, and then you've got, it's new 3DS, so you've got, yeah, so eight? Yeah. Somewhere Something in that like range? That. Yeah, plus the touchscreen and all kinds of crazy stuff. So yeah, yeah, but it, it added. I mean, not even only to that, but new stuff to ca- uh, not Castle, uh, Metroid yeah. games in general. Um, like the ability to she can plant herself, and then you can aim three hundred and sixty degrees around you. Oh, that's good. So you can just kind of aim any direction, whereas normally you could only sh- pretty much just like shoot up or you yeah, know, left, right. right, yeah. Uh, you have a she has like a, a block move now. Where you can kind of do like a parry. When the enemies go to attack you, they'll flash for a second. And then if you parry just before they hit you, you'll knock them back and she'll automatically lock onto them. So you can like oh, nice. peg them a whole bunch of times. Yeah. So it adds like a, a a new kind of like twitchy element to it. This oh, is stuff cool. I'm having a hard time getting used to because it's so It's not, what's new, yeah. yeah it, well, yeah, it's so not like... Metroid? <laughs> not Metroid. Yeah. Not in a bad way. But no. It's just you're not used it's to it. It's a new mechanic. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I recently, a couple months ago, I went through and I was playing a bunch of the older Metroid games. I went and uh, replayed Fusion. Mm. Uh, I played uh, Super Metroid. I Did was you play to 2? Play, I didn't play... I didn't play the original two on the Game Boy. Oh, okay. This is the first my first time actually playing Samus Returns. Oh, ever? Yeah. Oh, I actually okay. never played Metroid 1 or Metroid 2. Um, I had only played... Up until this point, I had only played some of Super Metroid way back in the day yeah. on the Super Nintendo yep. um, and the, the Prime games. Oh, okay. So I had never actually really played a lot of the Metroid games. So I was like feeling that itch for like a Castlevania Metroid. You know, they're called Metroidvanias for a reason. Yeah, exactly. And they were copying the, Castle, the Metroid style. Yeah. So I had, back when the... Uh, 3DS came out. I had, was part of that like ambassador program thing that they did. Yep. Remember where they gave you like 15 original Super Nintendo games yep. for like free? Yeah, because it was they dropped a price real quick or like they fucked up somehow. And yeah, we're like, I okay, re- here's I don't remember what it was. Here's but there a bunch was a big games. fuck up and they gave people a whole bunch of free games. Yeah, that was one of them. Or uh, Fusions was one of them. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I'll play Fusions. I played. it. I was like, wow, that was really fun. And like, okay, and then I got. Uh, I think it was on Virtual Console on the Wii U. I had Super Metroid, so I played that. Um, and I was trying to find a copy of Zero Mission. I don't think it was up on any Virtual Console, so I was looking for a, like the original Game Boy cartridge, yeah. the, the GBA cartridge, just to play my GBA. And I just never ended up getting it. I think I moved on to something else by that point. Fair. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's really good. Nice. I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> I, I don't know, because you just hard stopped. And I, was I know. Like, oh, I wasn't I ready played, for a transition. <laughs> I played all these games. What was I talking about? I totally wasn't ready for you just to do full stop. I was like, oh, oh fuck, I got to talk. I wasn't, I wasn't ready either, because I, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> the look um, on your face of just pause, like, uh, I don't know what's happening next. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's it's real good. I highly recommend it to anybody. 
I I played it for only a couple hours. Uh, I didn't want to get into it because I'm going to Arizona next week, yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, this will be a perfect thing to bring on the plane with me and like to game, like yeah. dick around with at night before I fall asleep." Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna get back into it uh, next week once I get on the plane. Nice. Uh, I also picked up the Amiibos for them. They're really nice Amiibos. That Metroid one, the, like the squishy Metroid the squishy one. one, is really good. Was it easy to find? Because I know we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Like, oh man, you're locking all this like DLC type stuff away in these Amiibos. Like, and we're not gonna be able to find them anywhere. Yeah. Uh, what happened was I went to Best Buy to pick it up because I had pre-ordered the game at Best Buy. Yeah. Uh, I went to Best Buy to pick it up. I thought I had pre-ordered the Amiibos also. Uh, it turns out I didn't. I just put myself on the mailing list to like uh, get mailed when they were available pre-order, and no one ever fucking emailed me <laughs> for that pre-order. Yeah, bastards. Uh, and I like walked around the store, and then finally I asked somebody if they had any, and they're like, no, I don't think we got any of those. So I was like, because I got there like first thing in the morning. Yeah. Um, probably just didn't open shipment for the day or whatever. Yeah. Well, I checked the website also, and it said that there weren't any in store. So, oh, wow. Uh, so then I went to the GameStop down the street from the Best Buy, and I was... Like walked in, I was just like, "Do you guys got any of those amiibos?" And she was like, "Let me go look at the back." And she came back. She said, "We have one." So I was like, "Okay, deal. I'll take it." Yeah, perfect. Done. Yeah. Box it up. Put it in yeah. a bag. Give me a receipt. So I didn't have too much of a hard time, but I also but every I person looked, after you would have. Yeah, <laughs> I, I guess I lucked out. Yes, yeah. I got the one apparently that they had at GameStop. That's crazy. Yeah. I just don't understand. Like people want to buy them, just let people buy them. Mm-hmm. This uh, amiibo market is ridiculous. Like, yeah. I don't know why they just don't put them out. Um, have you like done anything with the amiibos in the game? Uh, yeah, they they unlock stuff temporarily right off the bat, and then they unlock stuff once you beat the game. Oh, okay. So like uh, you put it on, and it says uh, you unlocked like a, a, a missile canister that like gives gives you ten more missiles that you can shoot at a time, oh, or cool. you unlocked a health canister, and then once you beat the game, they'll unlock. Uh, more stuff. So if you have like the Metroid one that came out with the game, it unlocks the Vera suit, which is a different suit. It's the fusion suit yeah. um, in the game. And I guess it teases that they're going to do a fusion remake at the end of the game. Oh, really? Yeah. Was, which, is why this, which is why the suit is in it. Oh, uh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, and the other ones just like add, you know, a, a, a piece of art for the art gallery or like a song for the music gallery. Kind yeah. Of thing. All right. Um, are you playing uh, hard mode? Like, did you unlock hard mode from the start? No, I'm just playing the regular mode. Oh, okay. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Because I never played it, so I just want to enjoy it. That's how I kind of play games. I don't like to play the hard mode right off the bat. I like no. to play, like, one time normal, and then I'll move up to the hard mode Same. if I enjoy the game. Yeah. But I'd, I'd rather just enjoy it than, like, be frustrated. I tried doing that with Call of Duty one time. I don't remember which one. I think it might have been Modern Warfare 2. And just, like, Where I was just this. like, I'm going to play Veteran right off the start. For- and then was just... No. Smashing controls left and right. And it was, no, this was a bad move. I'm yeah. not having fun with this. No, fuck that. That's not what games are for for me. Like, yeah. eventually you do want to play them a little bit harder. But yeah, when I first get a game, unless it's something where it's like very kitty and you need to up it to have any kind of real fun with it. But yeah, no, I'm the same way. Normal first, whatever version is in that game. Uh, but you're liking it. You're having a good time. You're yeah. going to play it some more on your vacation. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Do you play anything else this week? Uh, I didn't play anything else. The only other thing that I did, speaking of the uh, Amiibos, kind of, I just picked up the last wave of Lego Dimensions figures. Oh, cool. Those came out on Tuesday. 
is that like the last final wave of Dimensions figures? I believe so because they didn't they announce a while ago that they were done with the game, right? I, I thought so. But I remember hearing that a long time ago. But yeah. I think it was this they were already planned, so now they're just finally putting them out. Yeah. I mean, I guess I wouldn't be surprised if for some reason they were like, you know, here's one more bonus wave of something, yeah. you know, to coincide but, with some movie that we had, had planned and yeah, yeah, like I'm surprised that there wasn't like uh, you know, Lego Ninjago movie coming out. So here's that's a true. couple Lego Ninjago ones. Yeah, that is true. Although there's a full-fledged Lego Ninjago game coming out, so I think that might be why... That's true also. They skip it. Yeah. Um, what was the wave? Uh, let's see. It was Powerpuff Girls. Okay, that's what I thought it was, because I was going to ask if if you didn't say Powerpuff Girls, and be like, well, I heard Powerpuff Girls are coming out, so there's got to be at least one more wave. Yeah, yeah. It was Powerpuff Girls. It was Teen Titans Go, yep. which had like Beast Boy, Starfire, and Raven, but not like Robin. For some reason, even though he was like the main character, yeah. Uh, well, there's already a Robin, at least one, right? Not in Lego Dimensions. No, isn't there a Lego Batman Robin in Lego Dimensions? Oh shit, you're right. There is. I feel like there is the like movie Robin. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Because there the, is a Lego Batman like yeah, set. and that came with Batgirl. That came with th- Batgirl. Yeah. Oh. But I thought there was a Robin too at some point. But either no, I don't way, think I, I, I have all of them. I haven't opened all of them yet. So yeah. there's a couple of them that I have that I haven't opened up. Like I haven't opened up the Ghostbusters set, the the big ones that are like ex- major expansions. There was like a Fantastic the, Beasts and Where to Find Them, the Ghostbusters. Lego Batman movie, and Ghostbusters 2016. Yeah, I haven't opened those yet, so I don't know what figures are in those off the top of my head. Um, okay, so the Lego Dimension Story Pack came with Batgirl and Robin. Okay. From the looks of this thing that I'm looking at. But, yeah, it was both of them. But there them. was no comic book, like, regular Robin. Like, I don't not, think so. Not movie Robin, and there was no Teen Titan Go Robin. Hmm. Uh, and then, what was the last thing? Knight Rider. Oh, nice. What was the last thing? With the car and yeah. Michael and yeah, everything? Michael Knight and Kit. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, do um, do they have the same voices in the game? Did you put them in at all? I haven't put them in. Uh, I just I just like took them out and set them up and then put them on the shelf. I would want to know if Hasselhoff and uh, Mr. Feeney are reprising their voices. Oh, if if anything, I imagine it'll probably just be like sound clips. That's true. I don't true. know if they like reprised them. Yeah. Because like the uh, Simpsons ones were all like just repurposed sound clips from the show. Oh, okay. It was like really awkward. Still, that'd be really fun. Yeah. I would really enjoy that. <laughs> I like uh, how you call him Mr. Feeney. No one knows what his name. They just remember it was Mr. Feeney. No, it's uh, Daniel something Daniels, I think, I believe. it's. I know some of it. Uh, but yeah. No, he's always Mr. Feeney. Yeah. So uh, that's awesome. Uh, but that was it for, for this week? Yeah, that's all I did this week. Nice. How about you? Uh, I did start Uncharted Lost Legacy. Oh, yeah. I only played about like an hour of it. Um, but it's more Uncharted, and that's great. And I love that it's more Uncharted. Hmm. Um, I don't really care as much... So far, like, I don't know how deep into the game it'll change, but like, I don't really care about Nadine and Chloe right now. They're just like, okay, your characters that allow me to do Uncharted like stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, Uncharted is like, it's Drake's game. It, it yeah. is weird. Well, because like, you. Like, you, I wouldn't want to play Tomb Raider without Lara Croft. Yeah. Like, well, the thing is, is that like, you play Uncharted 1 and you're like, okay, this Nate guy, like, what's he about? And over the course of the game, you're like, oh my God, I love Nate. And then. You play three more games as Nate, and you're like, okay, like Nate's my guy. I want to play as Nate. I love his story. I love the characters and how they interact with him. So I'm kind of doing that again fresh for Chloe and Nadine. So hmm. who knows? Maybe by the end of it, I'll be like, oh, my God, these are the two greatest female characters in all of video I games. I Chloe in uh, two. 
Yeah, no, I did too. It was two, right? Yeah. It was one that Chloe. Yeah, and then Nadine was from three, I believe. Or four. One of the two. I don't remember. But yeah. Uh, Chloe yeah, she was, was in, from four. Yeah. When, uh, does it, does, when does it take place? Does it take place after four or before I, four? It hasn't really gone into... Because, uh, yeah, uh, Nadine was introduced in four. She was like the quasi-bad guy of four. Yeah, I think it must... I think it takes place after because there was just a throwaway line in it where it's like... Oh, I heard you're looking for work or whatever. Because I think it happened like as they, a result of something that happens in four. Um, and, and in four, I think they established that like he knows her when he first meets her. He's like, oh, like I remember you or something. Like he said something like, yeah. oh, it's nice to see you again or something like that. So yeah. they've had run-ins before. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure mean, it's one of those things where like all us treasure hunters like kind of know each other and have bumped into each other at some point. Well, yeah, because you're always running into each other at like museum galas and various places where you're going to steal things and be nefarious. So uh, I totally, I totally get that. That makes sense. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't, I'm not super far into it. Like I said, so I don't, I don't remember like exactly where it takes place. It hasn't really established it yeah. as like a place where, and I only played through Uncharted four once. So if they're going to make one-off reference, like I should have played it before I, this came out, but if they're going to make little like one-off references and stuff, I may not get them yeah. um, right away. So I'm sure I'll, you know, play both again or maybe play them all in a row or something like that and figure it out. Um, but yeah, it's, it's more Uncharted and I, I love Uncharted. So uh, I'm going to stick, I'm going to stick with that for a while because I really like it. But, what'd, you, uh, what'd you think of Uncharted 4? I liked it. Um, I mean, I love the ending. I, I thought it was like a perfect ending for that like quadrilogy. That, like, and it's a nice cap. It was a nice like moment, and like the scene afterwards was like really cool to watch. Um, I, the game again, the gameplay was more Uncharted. Like the driving was cool. I liked how they kind of gave you a sense of you could do anything, even though you're still in a linear path. Um, you know, I liked doing stuff as kid Drake and the brother stuff was cool and Sully, like the whole thing. So I don't know. I liked it. I know people didn't like rant and rave about it. I still don't think it's as good as two. It was in my opinion. I thought it was the weakest one in the game or in the series. Um, maybe it's hard to compare it really to number one. Cause there was the fresh, it's the effort. first one. Yeah. But still um, like, if you're going to rank like, them, the first one had like a lot of problems, but my problem with four was it was way too much story and like not enough going on. Yeah, I don't know. I like. I mean, I love the stories like in was, it. The stories. Are good. It felt like there was just way too much just walking around with nothing happening to me, like wandering around the gala, um, especially the part where you're driving around the jeep in the big open field area, like yeah. going to base to base to base to base. Yeah. That just dragged on and on yeah. to me, and just yeah, there were definitely slower points to it. But it's one of those things where like that's one of my favorite game series. So I like I'll put up with the little like. This is taking a little bit longer because I enjoy the story and like I enjoy the banter that they're doing while you're driving in the car and like all these. Yeah, different... That was the one thing that those games always did good with the with the banter. Yeah, so like even in the slower parts, there's still like some stuff happening, and even then, it's like I had no problem being like, "All right, we're driving from point to point," but like, man, look how good this game looks. Like it, those moments really gave me a chance to take in like what a amazing world they created. Um, in Uncharted. So, like, I I understand that that's, like, a gripe. And, like, to a certain extent, like, I felt that, too. But at the same time, I used those moments to, like, appreciate other little nuances that they put in. So it didn't bother me. It doesn't mean, like, it doesn't detract from the game. But it didn't bother me to the point where I was like, fuck this. Can we get it over with? Uh, like, um, so I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was weird because um, three... Three, I thought, was way too much action and not enough story. 
it just felt like they were moving you from set piece to set piece to set piece. Yeah. They're like, okay, now you're on this boat. All right, now you're on this plane. Yeah. All right, now you're at this airport. You yeah. know? Well, because everybody ranted, uh, like ranted and raved about the set pieces in Uncharted 2 yeah. that were perfectly paced throughout. And they're like, well, everyone loved the train thing at the beginning of 2. Like, let's just make... A whole 50... game of train things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so 3 was way too much action and not enough story. Four was way too much story and not enough action. So play the two, two together. Two was get... the perfect balance of story it and really action was. stuff. Yeah. And then, like I said, one was the freshman effort. It was like, hey, look what we can do. We're going to do so much better from this point onward. Yeah. I will say that the plane part in three was probably my favorite moment. Like the cargo plane? The cargo plane yeah, the cargo was the plane was like, famous favorite moment throughout the whole series. Man, I don't know that. And then I never played uh, the the Vita one. Golden Compass? Uh, Golden Abyss. Golden Abyss. Right? Something like that. Something. Golden Compass was that other movie. Oh, yeah. That's the, the Golden with, Compass with, with Nicole the Kidman. Bear. <laughs> yeah. The Polar Bear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Golden Abyss. I, I think that's yeah. exactly what it was. Uh, I did play it. I didn't finish it. Um, that one I didn't particularly like because I hated the forced touch controls. Um, I kind of was always hoping that they would just say fuck it and put out like a PS4 version. I'm surprised that it wasn't part of the Drake collection. Yeah. Just throw it in there, take out the touch controls. And like, maybe that would have been too much work to do for a port to throw in with a collection. That's already three games. But I mean, just do it. Yeah. Just, or just like, honestly put it out, like patch it for the Vita where you can take that out. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to cause how old the Vita is, but still I would like to play that game again without the force touch controls. Hmm. So, um, but yeah, so I played that. I also did in anticipation of NBA 2K18, which I probably won't get because I don't ever really get the basketball games. They put out a like a demo prelude thing where you like you create your character that you would use in the my career in NBA um, and you go through this like little like tryout thing um and there's like a cool story to tell in there where it's like you're a guy and you gave up basketball a couple of years ago to go be a dj and now you're giving basketball a shot again um and so you go through and you play like a couple three-on-three games hey, I, I, yeah I just, that sounds so much like hey fellow kids like i don't know what that is they're still like kids like oh, DJs, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was like a game, and I was like, I don't know the game. Hey, fellow kids, <laughs> no, no, yeah, it's like, hey, they're teenage youngsters. Yeah, yeah. you like DJs, right? <laughs> yeah, um, it, yeah, it seems very much like it's so out of place too, because like you, it's weird because like you make your character and you pick their name, and then the first scene after you set this all up is you show up to this like Jordan skills tryout competition thing, and you like go up to the table and. She's like, okay, so your name's DJ? And I was like, that's not what I put in the thing. Like, that's weird. So, like, it takes everything that you told them about your character. And it's like, just kidding. Your name's DJ. <laughs> um, and this DJ because you're a DJ. DJ. Yeah. That's your nickname now. Well, like, they, everybody in the, like, the game has nicknames. So, like, all the other people at this trial, like, one guy that you meet, is his name is ATM. Um, <laughs> and so... Like, and then you interact with people and like you can, so like he starts giving you shit and you get the option to either like push back and give him shit back or be like, oh, I'm going to be friendly and be like, oh, that's cool, man. Like I like the nickname or whatever. And that changes how the story goes through. Um, and so then you just play a couple like pickup games and then you go to like a tryout with your favorite team that you picked earlier. Um, and there's like, there's little cutscenes where like you go back to your special loft and like 
your friend is waiting there and like you're freaking out about getting an agent and it's just like it's like a little half an hour thing that you can play through um but it's fun and it gives you a chance to try out what gameplay is like in nba so i wanted to do that um and then i remembered while playing it that um i like the idea of nba games but they are the worst of the sports games because they feel the least like basketball um the problem is that you do there's things you want to do and like you want to move in certain directions and then like you'll get kind of near a player and there's this weird like magnetism that happens where you'll essentially collide with each other and then nobody can move because you're just like the game doesn't understand like you you think in a regular game you'd be able to like circumvent around them or like do some kind of a spin move and like get out of it yeah. but it doesn't work that way a lot of times in NBA games so uh, I'm not going to get the game but it looks great and it seems like a lot of fun but uh, I'm not I'm not having it but you I just played through that, that prelude thing is that a standalone thing or is that uh like is that how the game starts as well is this just like a demo or is this a separate thing it's a demo of it because you can only play through the story thing once um so it's standalone in that like it has its own trophies which i thought was weird weird yeah and i hundred percent of the trophies which i was very proud of uh (laughs) though it did take me a second playthrough so i had to like figure out how to circumvent the you've already played this thing i'd like delete stuff and like turn off the internet and do all these different things because i missed one trophy and i was like i'm not no i'm not doing that yeah this is bullshit um so, but I think the data that you create for that character, like how he looks and what his like stats are, will be carried over. Will be carried over when you start a my career in the game. Now, I assume you can uh, you can do that prelude in the game too, because not everybody will have downloaded the demo. Um, but it'll probably be a thing where it's like, oh, we see you've already like done. Would the... you like to just skip past all? Yeah, that and, and start then right off at your exactly. start of your career. That's what I assume it's going to be. So. Um, yeah, I mean, it seems like it seems fun, and if basketball games are your jam, then you'll probably really enjoy it because 2K routinely puts out the best basketball games. Um, but I don't know. I just I don't really have I don't really have a lot of fun with the basketball uh, simulator type games. I like more of an arcadey basketball, like an NBA Jam type. Um, yeah, I always loved like NBA Street. That was my game yeah. back in the day. Because um, that one's a little bit more goofy, and you can do a lot of you know a lot cooler stuff but um but yeah that was it for me this week that's all i really played uh so we're gonna jump right into the news then um and we had a lot of news this week simply because we had a new nintendo direct uh this one focused on 3ds games as well as switch games um so we'll pull up a list joe and we'll read through them all to begin with uh, do you have a list or do you want me to get a list uh if you got one i do have one um so let's see it's not in like a really easy so it's not going to be necessarily in the order of what happened we'll save the big game for the end so i'll just run through a list of announcements uh we've got xenoblade chronicles 2 has a release date it's coming to the switch in the west on december the first um they announced two new bethesda games which i was really surprised about uh doom and wolfenstein 2 are both coming to switch oh yeah that's uh, sometime in 2018 uh, Kirby's got a new game on the Switch called Kirby Star Allies, uh, and the 3DS Kirby Battle Royal got a release date of January 19th. Uh, Nintendo also announced a Pokemon-themed 2DS XL. Uh, it's red and white, and it looks like a Pokeball on top. I think there were actually two of them. Mm. There was one that showed off the Direct, but uh, I saw pictures of a second one that is uh, Pikachu's face. Oh yeah, but and that's his, Jap- like, nose is like coming off. Of that's it. Japan only. Oh, is that Japan only? That's Japan okay. only. You know, I never actually. Uh, we talked about the the new 2ds before, or the 2ds XL, yeah. whatever the fuck it is. Um, I never noticed that like hideous hinge on it before. 
What do you mean? On the top of the system, uh, like where the hinge is, yeah. it's like a giant bulbous lump off the top, like sticking off the top of it. Oh, it sticks out instead of being flush? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, all the pictures of the ones before, because I always liked the design of that. Like I always liked the the, you know, we the, texture, about the top. texture top and yep. stuff like that. But there's just like a big hideous lump on the top of that thing. Oh yeah, I'm looking at it right now in the picture of the the uh, Pokemon. Of the Pokemon. One. Yeah, that's yeah. like the first time I noticed it, like visible in any of the pictures that I had ever seen of it. Yeah, I guess it's not that bad though, at least to me, because I feel like. If it's in the case, I'm not going to see it, and then when it's out of the case, it's going to be open, and I'm still not going to see it. Yeah. So, but I get what you're saying. Like it is, it does ruin like the, the sleek aesthetic. Aste- yeah, the sleek aesthetic. It's all about the aesthetic, and exactly that just ruins the aesthetic of that one. Um, let's see. Um, Square Enix gave more info on Project Octopath Traveler, the funniest named game coming to Switch. Um, uh, uh, they put out a demo for I it. I was also. just going to say that the demo's out now. Did you play it? Uh, no, I downloaded it, but I hadn't had a chance to play it yet. Yeah. But it looks really good. I got to say this Nintendo Direct, there was a lot of old school RPG stuff going on in this one that all looked fantastic. Yeah. That was one of those games where I was like looking at going like, holy fuck, that looks amazing. I can't wait to play that. They showed it off at the uh, E3 also. Yeah. Um, but I am like super stoked to get back to playing like a good old fashioned JRPG. Yeah, that should be pretty cool. I mean, a lot of people seem to be talking about it. Um, so that's obviously good good things uh, rather than bad things. Uh, Mario Party is coming back as a Mario Party Top 100 for 3DS. So it's 100 of the best, I assume, curated by Nintendo minigames. I think they had a, a poll in Japan for people to like, oh, vote maybe. on their favorite, favorite ones. Okay. These ones all. So, uh, yeah, top best 100 minigames out of all of the 10 games. Ten, yeah. Ten was my yeah, part all 10. the yeah, all the home releases. Mm. Um, so that should be awesome. Yeah. I'm really excited for it's that. Only on the 3ds though. So weird, and we'll talk about that after when we kind of like go into the different things. Mm. Um, Minecraft uh, is available on 3ds right now. It came out the day of the direct. I was surprised that that wasn't already out. Yeah, I thought for sure it would have been, but I guess it wasn't. Yeah, it really confused me when they said that. I was like, of course, Minecraft has already been out probably for the last four years. Oh, uh, I guess not. Uh, yeah, look at that. Um, Minecraft's on everything. I know, right? How is it not on 3DS until just now? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was really surprising to me. Um, Switch is getting in on the MOBA uh, the MOBA trend. Um, it's called Arena of Valor. Uh, it was on mobile, apparently, first. Uh, it's got 35 heroes and a slew of different modes. A free beta is coming to Switch, uh, but they didn't give any dates for it. So um, I, I guess that's cool. We'll look forward. I don't really play MOBAs, so no. it's hard for me to get excited for it. But I've never really tried a MOBA, so like I'll probably get in on so that beta and see yeah. what's what about it. Yeah. Um, there was also a ton of trailers that they went through. So we had trailers for Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, a trailer for Kirby's Battle Royal, um, obviously Doom and Wolfenstein and Xenoblade and all those. Uh, they did talk about the Breath of the Wild champions a little bit more, just saying like when they come out. The Amiibos. The Amiibos, yeah. What did I say? You just said the champions. Oh, the champion. Yeah, the Amiibos uh, for the champions for that new DLC that comes out in the fall. Uh, we also got a Arcade Archives Mario Brothers mm-hmm. Switch. Um, so it's that. Well, there old... was a bunch of them, but that's yeah. the first one. Yeah. Um, so it's the classic Mario Brothers arcade game, the one where you're in the pipes and you're trying to knock all the turtles and stuff. So that'll be pretty cool, probably with Which multiplayer. We were really just talking about the weekend before. Yeah, because that was one of his, his one of his jobs. Um, so yeah, so that game's coming out. I don't I don't really like that game. I you know I played it when I 
like had to kind of because I think there was one point where like it was a loading screen and something on no, the Game Boy it's, Advance. It's and, in Mario Three um, on Game Boy when, Advance. Huh? No, in oh. in the regular game, it's really? when um, when you're playing Mario Three two players. Uh, oh. And you stop on a map like a second because you remember in Mario. Yeah, if you both map, land on the same both, piece, if you both go to the same like if yep. you're playing and then you're stopped somewhere and then I just instead of going to the next level I stop on yours. We get to play that and yeah. like I can steal your uh, power ups yep. by doing it. So that was the like where it was. Yeah, so like I kind of like that, but I don't know. It's not really a game where I'm going to be like, it was, sweet, got to go buy this. It was a fun thing to do while like fucking with your friend while playing Mario 3, yeah. but it's not fun when it's the only game. No, and like I'm sure it's a great thing in the arcade. Like I've played it against people in an arcade, but not not something I'm going to want on Switch necessarily. I'm sure you'll play with Split Joy-Con, and that's it's cool. It's cheap. It might yeah. be just like a fun thing to dick around it's with under your $5. It's got to be under $5. It's got to be under $5. Um, yeah, and they, they showed off some other ones, I think, in like a sizzle reel. So I think there was like a balloon fight and a, you know all those different old school like Nintendo-y type things. So, yeah. Um, I think that's it for the news out of the Nintendo Direct. I don't know. Do you have anything else, Joe, that I missed uh, yeah, They showed that? off the new Snipper Clips. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Snoo- uh, Snipper Clips Ultra. I don't know why that's not in here. Um, yeah, Snipperclips Ultra, which is a new game that it's the game plus all the DLC. Uh, but they did state that if you already own Snipperclips, you can just buy that stuff as uh, as DLC. Okay, I missed that part. Yeah, because I was I really... remember they were just like it's Snipperclips, and then like thirty more levels. I was like, oh, that's, I gotta buy it just to get like. Yeah, I'd be really pissed if I had to do that. But they did say afterwards, they're like, and don't worry, if you already have this, like if you already own Snipperclips, you can purchase these additional levels as DLC. Um, So I'm definitely going to be getting that because I love Snipperclips and need a reason to go back and play it some more because I don't want to play just the same levels again for like the third or fourth time. Um, So I'm excited for new Snipperclips DLC. Uh, I also scrolled past Skyrim on Switch is coming out November the 17th. Uh, so they did confirm that release date, which everything I heard from people playing it uh, sounds like it's just the same as the original, which is a good thing. Um, and let me see if I just scrolled. There were a couple f- other things I talked about. Um, Monster Hunter Stories, the 3DS Monster Hunter game coming out. Mm. Uh, they talked about some other stuff like uh, Sin Mora and Runbo was another game that they showed off. What um, is that one? I don't remember seeing that one. Jeez, I remember being kind of meh <laughs> oh, okay fair enough uh they showed off a couple more nindies like axiom verge beach buggy racing semi-sphere robonauts kingdoms new lands they also showed off um like they didn't really show anything off but they just talked more about morphe's law like they they yeah, segmented just, that like, and there was this it. thing we talked about before yeah um but i mean otherwise i thought it was a really good nintendo direct yeah so uh we'll end like we'll we'll go through like what we thought were the best ones but let's start i guess in breaking it down with mario odyssey because that was the big closer of the show um it showed off all kinds of new stuff i'm super excited about snapshot mode Mm -hmm. because that looks awesome yeah and I'm anticipating a bunch of hilarious pictures of Mario in precarious positions or as a dinosaur or with his new job as professional lamppost uh, or street <laughs> sign. Uh, that, game, that game just looks so good. I cannot wait for it. They showed off, what, two new lands, I think? It was like a yeah, tundra land a, and a yeah, jungle like one. Frozen, frozen land. And, yeah. Yeah, and a jungle one. I'm having a hard time... My one, I don't know if it's a gripe, but like the thing that I was kind of like, eh, I'm having a hard time accepting that all of these places exist in Mario world and we just have never known about it until now. 
Well, I like I, Peach's Castle and all that stuff, but there's also New York City over here. <laughs> yeah, see, I think that I feel like they're going to explain that in some way, like the the hat. The ships ship, have been mixed up or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like the hat ship doesn't just travel around the world as we knew it. It well, like goes to I, different dimensions, well, that's or what different I was thinking, planets. Or that's something. what I originally thought it was going to be that you're just traveling to like other worlds using the hat. But according to what it showed off in the trailer, which is what made me confused about it, was it just shows that like you go from one part of the Earth to the next, yeah. or whatever Mario World is. Yeah, you just travel around Mario World going there, and I was kind of like. Wait, so all of this stuff is existing in the same place? I guess. I mean, you know, Earth is very diverse and there's, you know, yeah. China's very different than, you know, America and yeah. stuff. But just that, like, I have a hard time believing that over here is Princess Peach's castle in Mario World with the giant flowering and stuff. And then over here is New York City or well, New Donk City. Yeah, but I feel like you've got New York City in America and then you've got castles and, like, older style things over in, like, Europe. So I guess it's not that different. But I, I I don't know I, I get what you're saying though like it is it is weird these just mashups of if, styles. Like, if you leave New York City, all of a sudden there's like a jungle with giant man-eating plants and giant turtle monsters that breathe fire. Well, but I don't think they're not like he's not walking I'm, from I'm one of these over, places. I'm overanalyzing. Yeah. Mario. Which yeah. Is a, I mean, we did that last week. To do. We well, did that true. last week talking about all his jobs. His Vietnam. Yeah. His, tour and shit like that. yeah. his tours in Vietnam. Um, but no, I like I so I get what you're saying, but I think. It seemed like, at least in the trailer, the hat was traveling a far enough distance where you're like, okay, yeah, the aesthetic would change. Like, if you're going from New Dong City and you're traveling, like, a big chunk of the world space away, like, you end up in Mario, Mexico. Like, <laughs> so, I I don't know. I'm fine with it. It's going to be great it's regardless. It's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not saying the game sucks because their plot line is screwed. To yeah. Me unbelievable. The story in this game is but bullshit. But I'm just, like, just kind of like... No one's mentioned New Donk City in all the Mario games up until this point, huh? Yeah, I see. I think New Donk City is the only weird one because, like, the Tundra World made yeah, sense. That's what, that's the what Jungle World made sense. Everything else makes sense. Yeah, the city with people is just like with normal-looking human beings yeah. walking around and driving taxi cars. All right, so perfect segue, Joe. Speaking of normal-looking human beings, Mario's nipples. <laughs> <laughs> that is confirmed. So after we found out all about his jobs, we know what he looks like when he's relaxing on the beach. And we know he has shirtless, nipples now. We know he has nipples. I saw a lot of memes where it was like, if Switch had better graphics, and it was a picture, it was that picture of Mario, like, but like, there was individual grains of sand on his feet, and you could see all his chest hair and like arm <laughs> yeah, hair. Yeah, I remember seeing pictures of him with just like a really hairy chest. And yeah. He was like, this seems more accurate to yeah. a swarthy Italian man. Yeah, an Italian man with that mustache absolutely has a mound of chest hair. Yeah. And like thick arm hair, like... Who are you kidding, Nintendo? Uh, you know what I'll say? No tattoo. Do you think that he would have a tattoo? No. It's, uh, there was an ad way back in the day for the Game Boy Advance SP, which there for some reason they put out like the tattoo version, and it had like a tribal tattoo on the top of it. And Ugh. the ad was Mario pulling up his sleeve to show off his tribal tattoo. That was the same one on the Game Boy Advance. Well, he probably got that removed because he realized he looked like a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's stupid. Tribal tattoos are dumb. Um, so they fucked up the continuity. Mario's no. supposed to have his tribal tat. No, maybe he gets laser hair, rem- or maybe he gets tattoo removal in New Donk City. That's think a- true. Think about it, yeah. Joe. 
Yeah, he went. He went like, oh wow, there's a super advanced city over here that I never knew about. <laughs> Tattoo removal. Oh, finally, finally. I've been I, looking for this forever. Yeah, there were no huts in in all the Mushroom Kingdom that could do it, tattoo removal. Uh, it turns out that the the toads are terrible at it. Yeah, well, they don't understand lasers. <laughs> so New Donk City has lasers. The Mushroom yeah. Kingdom doesn't have lasers, which you need to remove the tattoo. Um, I just think that was funny. And like, so stuff like that, like people lost their shit about Mario having nipples and like a picture of Mario like that. Just imagine once like regular people and like internet people get a hold of snapshot mode. There's going to be some amazing like juxtaposition things and all kinds of weird stuff. Like that's going to be gold. And then you, like, I mean, if, if, if the, uh, I forget what it's called in Splatoon, the thing where everyone draws all their pictures yeah, yeah, when yeah. you're walking around the lobby. Yep. Some of that shit is fucking golden. I laugh yeah. my ass off all the time walking around the lobby looking at everyone's drawings. Yeah. Yeah, the snapshots that people are going to come up with are going to be fantastic. Yeah, and between the filters and like all the different stuff that you can do and like you can move things around in the world, like it's going to produce some gold. Like I cannot wait for yeah. all those like snapshots. It's going to be awesome. Um, but yeah, I just. I now I want them to stop talking about it now, and I just want it to come out. Like I don't need to see any more worlds. I don't need to see any more of the story. I think Mario looks dapper in his wedding suit, so I can't wait for that amiibo. Um, I got Do you know if those uh, are pre-orderable yet? The amiibos? Yeah, they are. I have those pre-ordered. Oh, okay, I'll have to do that then. I don't know if they're still pre-orderable, Ooh. but I pre-ordered them when I could. Okay. Worst case scenario, I'll have to try to do some finagling to try to find it because um, I absolutely want Wedding Mario and Wedding Peach. I, I absolutely love that the bouquet of flowers that Bowser gives Peach is just a whole bunch of little uh, peaty piranha plants. It's going to be great. It's fantastic. Yeah, just the little nuances that they're putting in this game are super fantastic. Um, all right, so what else did you like about that Nintendo Direct, Joe? What, like, what games were you looking forward to? What I'm am- always excited to see Kirby. Yeah. And they're uh, making a big play for Kirby this year because mm-hmm. I think it's his it's aniv- the 30th anniversary yep. of Kirby, I believe. Yeah. So uh, new 3DS game, new Switch game. Mm-hmm. Both look great. Uh, I'm excited for Octopath Traveler. I can't wait to actually get home and play that um, that demo. The demo. Uh, always excited for Pokemon. So seeing all the new stuff for Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon yep. uh, has me very excited. Oop. I thought you muted that, Joe. I, I, I muted the ringer but i didn't use mute the thing oh my goodness i fucked it up wow um joe just had the volume on his ipad i don't know if that came through or not yeah he's a terrible human being uh i was pulling up the actual nintendo directed okay because i remember there was uh there was one of the game boy advance games and i can't remember what one it was that had me really excited or not the game boy i was gonna say like i missed that announcement not the game boy the uh nintendo 3ds Mm. And well, while you're looking that up, the one that I'm excited about on the Nintendo 3DS is Mario Party because I love Mario Party, and oh I'm, yeah, that's gonna be really good. I'm super excited for like the greatest hits of Mario Party. The only thing, the only thing I want from this is I want the classic play style of the board games back. So like, it didn't even really clarify whether or not it even had that stuff or if it was just the mini games. If it's just the mini games, I'm fine with that too because I play like the most I play the most Mario Party I ever played was Mario Party 2 on the Nintendo 64 and we only really did mini game battles. Like we had we would have like tournaments or whatever where you get four people in and you just do first to seven like 
wins in the mini games. And so you just play a bunch of mini games till someone wins seven times. And then like you switch out and you get new people in there and we rotate. So even if it's just that, like if it's a, you know, you can set up a challenge or like, you know, first to whatever best three out of five or four out of seven or whatever you want to do. I'm fine with that. But if it has at all a board game style game, I don't want the newer, uh, the newer Mario Party method of everybody travels at the same time. The objective is to like beat Bowser or whatever. I really hated that. I hate I that. I need to pick up the last one uh, that came out because one came out not too long ago on the 3DS. Oh, the like Superstar something Star Rush or yeah, Superstar Rush. That one actually like that. had an interesting mechanic. I still like the old school board yeah. game mode, but that one had at least it tried something new. It which which is you all move around the board at the same time, but like not as a group. What you, oh, it's just oh, everybody's playing like their everyone, own individual everyone, board game. Well, no, it's you're all on a board. It's like kind of like a grid. Yeah, and you all say like, "I'm going to go here. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go here." And yeah. then everyone moves to all the different places at the same time. But like you're all moving in. Where, but at in least your you're not direction. a group. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're choosing where you want to go, but they all move at the same time, so as to not be like my turn, your turn, yeah. their turn, their turn. Okay, I would like that then because I hate the Mario Party Nine, the Mario Party Ten method of everybody's on this platform and we're all moving at the same time across the board because what's the point um that that removes the competition that removes like the monopoly-esque aspect of the game because like playing those you know 25 or 50 turn like board game turns in classic mario party that was the fun thing that was you're hating your friends they're stealing stars from you you're stealing stars from them everyone's being an asshole like that's the kind of mario party i like because that feels more like a board game i don't like the cooperative like everybody's a team because we're all best friends like it's not yeah that's not the type of mario party that i want um so even if it has that then perfect if it's just like minigame battles i'm fine with that too because we could have a ton of fun and the coolest part about this is they did announce that it does have download play which means only one person needs to own the game which means that mm-hmm. one person buys the game up to three additional people can the play at the same time also though yeah but it's just it's cool that it has that i wish it was coming to switch i'm just gonna like I don't know why it's not coming to Switch. Probably because maybe they're working on a mainline Mario Party game for Switch, or they're working on Mario Party 10 DX, where it's you know it's Mario Party 10, but we've tweaked it or we've done something. Honestly, if they came out with Mario Party 10 again and it had classic board game style play, then okay, I'm I'm back in. I'd buy that game. But uh, I'm super excited for that. I know we're gonna probably play a ton of it because I'm gonna want to get it and. I know a bunch of people with 3DSs, so that'll right, be fun. I, f- I found the game that I was talking about. All right. Uh, it was a game called Lost Sphere, which was another RPG that looked really cool. That was it? it was like another kind of like old school, really stylistic looking classical RPG. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From Square. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing we forgot to mention, uh, Ellie Noir is coming to the Switch as well. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because we had, we had talked about it uh, last week. I just didn't know it was going to be coming out for the Ellie Noir, or I mean for the Switch. Oh, yeah. No, I thought we talked about that last week when we oh, talked about we it coming. coming out for Switch? Yep. I, I knew it was so. just coming for yeah. the thing. I didn't know it was for the Switch also. Remember, it's $10 extra on Switch. It's the, oh, shit, that's right. The Switch tax, quote unquote. Um, yeah, that, like, that wasn't in the article I was reading from, uh, but they did mention that it is coming. They didn't give any like details as to if you get anything extra or what's special about the Switch edition, but um, but yeah, no, they did they did put that in the direct as well. What else yeah. is? Uh, well, I mean, there was a couple other like smaller things. There was mm. the, that chef game. I don't remember what it was called. Overcooked. Was it Overcooked? Where like you're like a 
fighting battleship that goes oh, out and fights monsters no. in order to collect food. I, I uh, did stuff see that. Cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not overcooked. But I did see that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, nice. So what? But so that's the game you're most looking forward to from that. The, the Besides Lost, Mario's the Lost and Kirby's Fear and the uh, Octopath Traveler. Mm. Those are the ones. I mean, obviously, yeah, Mario. I'm the most excited for. Yeah. But those are the ones that I watched and I went like, "Ooh, those look really good." Because I really have for a while now been like itching to play a good like old school RPG. I mean, not necessarily old school. Like I've been really uh, fighting myself to, to play Final Fantasy 15 just because yeah. I've been like looking for a good like JRPG, I should say. Yeah. But uh, Octopath Traveler and that Lost Fear one look. Like they would be perfect to like scratch that itch. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that was the uh, the Nintendo Direct. There was a lot of news, a lot of good stuff to be excited for. Both like the main Nintendo with Mario's and Kirby's and Pokemon's, and then uh, you know third party companies as well. And I know we had talked about this before the Switch came out, and this was a worry that most people have is that they weren't going to get a lot of third party support. And it seems like they are. It seems like they're getting yeah. a lot of Square. They also uh, showed off like Resident Evil uh, for it, the Revelations, Revelations one and two coming for it. So you got Capcom making stuff, and obviously they made like Street Fighter. Yeah, um, but yeah, the, Bethesda. The, the, the Bethesda stuff was huge. Oh yeah, let's talk about that for a second. Doom is coming, which like awesome, but also. Uh, the new Wolfenstein, and it's not the first Wolfenstein coming out like it is last, you know, the last Doom. Yeah, it's, it's the it's new not, one. It's not, uh, what was that one called? Old Blood was the expansion for it. Yeah, that was the new DLC. Order. Yeah. New Order. Um, so, yeah, it's not like it's that coming out with, like, the DLC or whatever, like it is with Doom. Like, it's the new game. Granted, it's coming out a couple months later because they have to port it over and stuff like that. But still, like, you're getting what is essentially a 2017 game in probably early to mid-2018. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised by that. Yeah, it caught me off guard. Um, I mean, considering that, like, Elder Scrolls they were talking about, um, we knew that at least Bethesda was doing stuff, but the fact that they're going that far, Yeah, but Skyrim's a six-year-old game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're going, like, I knew that they were going to do something. Yeah. I was expecting Fallout 4, you know, if they were going to announce anything. I wasn't expecting the new Wolfenstein. Yeah, and what, Doom came out, did it come out this year or last year? Last year. Okay, so you get a 2016, you're getting a 2011 game, a 2016 game, and a 2017 game all on the Switch. So, yeah. I don't know. They're doing something. Uh, I'm excited for it. I don't know that I'll necessarily get it on Switch. Those don't necessarily uh, yeah. seem like... That's the thing is like, wow, that's cool. I'm not going to buy it on the Switch, but that's cool. Yeah. Like, like, I'm happy for people that only have the Switch. Correct. Yeah. That, that obviously... Given, given the option to play it on another console, I'll play it on another console. Well, especially because you can get it first. And I don't know. the Those games don't seem like ones that I would play in small snippets like... How I how I've been playing my switches unless it's Splatoon it's mostly like I'll play it for an hour I'll play it for like a half an hour just like on the go or sitting at a friend's house while like a movie's on or something um, I, that doesn't seem like a game catered to that play style but you know that's the good thing it's portable and it's home so you can do it however you want to so I was well yeah but also we still don't know exactly if it runs yeah I good you know I, it could it you know it might come out and be like hey this is Wolfenstein it looks like ass on the switch. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like Bethesda wouldn't want to put it out if it looked like. I That's think true. They are like perfectionists. It would it. it would sooner get canceled than it would suck. I yeah. think. I don't know. I mean, Skyrim on PS3 had a lot of issues, and those continued into like PS4 and stuff. So yeah, it's true. It's not impossible or out of the realm, but I would think that if they're putting it on this brand newy like type console, that they wouldn't want to like have a shit version of it. 
Um, cause then people wouldn't buy it and then they wouldn't put any more stuff on it. So mm-hmm. at least I hope that's the case, but, uh, but yeah, that's all from the Nintendo direct. Um, so we have another piece of news thing and this isn't necessarily games related though. It is kind of games related. Uh, new iPhones got announced this week. Uh, Joe is our uh, resident Apple person as he's wearing his Apple watch playing on his Apple iPad with his, with my iPhone, uh, with his my iPhone in his pocket. Um, and with the word idiot written right across his forehead. Look, <laughs> all right. Hey, I'm, I'm not going to deny that the. I'm not going to deny. I understand Apple sucks. <laughs> I am aware. I am fully aware. Do they suck because they've taken so many thousands of dollars from your wallet? Uh, you know, I don't feel like I've been. I'm. I'm very cautious when I buy these things. I. Yeah. I don't like. You're not the I'm, every year kind of person. Yeah, I'm not the every year kind of person. I always wait for. You know, I. I. This is a. This is a iPad Mini Two. Yeah. Like I haven't bothered updating to any of the new ones. Kind you of don't thing. have like, the iPad XL. And or... I. And it's always a kind of thing where like I. I've only ever paid probably like in total two hundred dollars for an iPhone throughout my whole life because I'm always like free upgrades, free and, upgrades, or yeah. I find some sort of deal kind of thing yeah. like that. Uh, you know, or it's, it's a new, you know, renew this thing, get yeah. this thing, blah blah blah. The only thing I probably only really wasted a ton of money on was my MacBook Pro. Mm. That's the only thing I would say I totally like. I forgot you. Had the I pulled the trigger, going like, ah, oh, goddamn it! Yeah, gotta but do it. It's it's just to the point where I, like. I'm stuck now. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, like, I can't get away from it now at this point. Yeah. My, I'm, it's far too ingrained into my life. Yeah, no, I was just, shit, I was just shitting on you because it's funny. No, uh, it's, as it's an the kind of thing user. where like, I know, like every time yeah. I buy something new, I'm just like, God damn it. Yeah. God damn it. They got me by the short hairs. Yeah. God like, damn it. Once you get like your first iPhone or your first Android phone, you're like, okay, I like this. And then when it comes time to get a new phone, if you go with an Android or an iPhone again, you're pretty much stuck, especially with iPhone. Because yeah. like, well, and also like, I you know I was an early adopter to the iPhone. Yeah, I got one early on when it was pretty much like the only smartphone smartphone at yeah. the time. And by the time that like Androids and stuff started coming out, and like it, even the first like couple of Android generations were pretty shitty in yeah. comparison. Now it's to the point where like I I will usually agree that the Android is a superior phone. That's right. Yeah. Android master. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not an Apple fanboy. I'm more like an Apple. I'm an Apple hostage at this point. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Cause I mean, they got your, they, they sink their claws in with the iMessage and all this other stuff. So, mm-hmm. and um, like just the fact that like, like I said, I have so many things that they're all interconnected. If I yeah. were to like get an, an, an Android, uh, tablet oh, at yeah. this point, nope. I would be like, oh, you mean I can't just like pull it up from my phone or from my watch yeah. or all this stuff? No, exactly. They build an ecosystem and they and they get you, which is fine. Um, but they they did announce the two new iPhones: the iPhone eight, uh, the iPhone eight plus, and the iPhone ten. Not the iPhone X, as everyone had thought in the uh, rumors. Yeah. Um, but the <laughs> reason specifically that... came out, they're like, no, it's the ten, yes. and I went. What the fuck are you doing? I was uh, I was watching. I wasn't watching the uh, the event because I couldn't because they restrict no, who can yeah. watch. But they can restrict who can watch it. They can? You you can only watch the iPhone event from an, like an Apple product. from an Apple device, oh, Safari tests. browser, or like Microsoft Edge browser. And I was at work, and I don't have Microsoft Edge because why? Um, so I couldn't watch it. So I was watching like live blogs. And so I'm reading through the live blogs and it's like, they just said it's the 10, not the X. And I went, the fuck they did. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. I didn't like, I didn't watch it when it happened either. I don't think I was at work when it was happening anyways, but I mean, I never actually watched these things. Like I said, I'm not like running out going like, oh my God, new Apple stuff. Hooray. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would watch it if I could, but they don't let me. (laughs) Yeah. 
So, I mean, I was pretty much like after it happened, I was like flipping through all the things. Yeah, and, like, you see watching the news the videos and, and stuff yeah. like that. I, I mean, I got to admit, like the, the eight to the ten thing, I don't know why you would fucking do that. Stupid. We talked about this. What was the thing we talked about this? Oh, the, um, the, the Xbox S. Yeah. When they were like, hey, Xbox S. Also, the, the Scorpio is coming out kind of thing. Yeah. And we went like, why would you announce this new console and then instantly announce the better console immediately right after it? Well, at least with my, like, at least to Microsoft's credit, they're like, this year, Next Xbox year. One S. Next year, yeah. Xbox One X. Yeah. This one, they're like, September, iPhone 8. November, iPhone 10. And it's like, well, why the who, fuck would who I? Is, who is buying? If you buy an eight, you're a fucking idiot. Well, I guess the difference is probably like three hundred dollars. I think it's like seven hundred for the iPhone eight I mean, and a thousand for the iPhone ten. At this point, though, if you're already spending yeah. seven hundred bucks, just spend the just fun. wait the just wait and buy the other yeah. one. Because I'll admit, I thought the X was really cool. Yeah, and so the the reason that we're talking about it here on this gaming podcast that we have is that they did put they always put an emphasis on playing games on the iPhone. Every time there's an iPhone presentation, they always have some new fancy, it's running Unreal Engine, you've never seen it before, or it's Minecraft, or it's something. like. They always have a game on their presentation stage, so they always like... so. I mean, and the iPhone, as Joe was saying to me earlier, is like it's the number one gaming console that people own because, I mean... I mean Everyone's playing their Candy Crush, yeah. and they're cut the rope, and they're Angry Birds on it. Yeah. What, wait, what year is this? <laughs> I don't play games on my iPhone. Yeah, I play some, but not really anything. The, like, like the closest I'll play is like a, you know some sort of weird Scrabble type thing, or yeah, uh, like or Mario or like Run, Bookworm, or something like that. Yeah. You know, like a little puzzle that's like I got 15 minutes for this ride. Yeah, like I'll play this little puzzle for 15 minutes to quell the time. Yeah, and like last year's iPhone presentation was when they announced Mario Run. So like mm-hmm. it's a it's a gaming console at least in some form or fashion. Uh, one thing they did do a lot this year was they talked about uh, augmented reality. Um, so think Pokemon Go, think different, you know, things like that. So there'll probably be a lot of augmented reality games that come out for the for the iPhone because of their, like, emphasis on it. They're putting it into apps, which, like, some of the apps they showed off were really weird. Like, if you're at a baseball game, you can hold up your phone and, like, the phone will tell you, like, who's on first and like who's on third it's like or i could just look at the field and the scoreboard the will tell scoreboard me that's yeah that doesn't make any sense thing. like if i just paid attention to the game i would know who's on first or who's on second or i don't know who's on third i would know <laughs> these things <laughs> that's an old joke for yeah. these non-baseball fans for um, anyone not born in the fucking, turn of the century yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so joe what do you think about the iphone 10 I thought the 10, I'm going to call it the X. Fine. For the purposes of not sounding like an idiot. Yeah, it's like Windows. Yeah, Windows did that too also, didn't they? I've been joking that like next year's iPhone is going to be the iPhone 360 and then the iPhone 1 because they're just (laughs) copying Microsoft at this point. Um, What do you think about face recognition technology for unlocking your phone? Because that's that's where we are now. Um, It seems like an unnecessary step. Sure does. Because, I mean, obviously, like... The the th- I, you know I got the one with the thumb scanner. Yeah, you put your thumb up to it, and Perfect. it instantly starts. But that's where you're holding your phone when you pull it out of your pocket, anyways. Pretty yeah, much makes sense. Um, the fact that it's like I could easily pull it out of my pocket and then like hit the button and it's already going, yep. as opposed to having to hold up my face. Obviously, when you're going to be looking at, you're going to look at your face. You're going to have it in front of your face, anyways. The thing that makes me annoyed is like the using it for Apple Pay. So uh. like, I had to pull it out. Hold it up to my face, then hold it up to the thing. Yeah, you as know, opposed to just being able to like idiot. pull it up and hold it to the thing. I'm gonna hate being behind all those people in line. Who are like, and stuff. Oh. 
And fuck that. I'm. Didn't it like fail on the screen while they were or, like on the stage when they were doing it? They did, I but I think it was that, like it didn't work right right away. It didn't work right right out of the gate, but I think they they chalked it up to like oh it you know, like somebody didn't set it up or they gave him the wrong demo phone or something like that. And it also was a good opportunity to show that like if the face ID fails, you can just put in a password, and it's like all right, well that's cool then. But yeah, it seems wholly unnecessary. Yeah. It like I mean, if it maybe had both things, that'd I feel be like okay. it might. I feel like if you just don't set up does the it even face have a ID sensor for the thumb, though, no, it doesn't. Well, they got well, rid of it. it doesn't have did, a home button. For anyone that didn't watch the presentation, the new iPhone, it's entirely one like screen. Yeah, except point. for the cutout no, for the super for the, futuristic yeah. camera in the front. Yeah. Um, so there's no border on the top or on the side or on the bottom where the home button is. There's no home button anymore. So it's all basically just one f- screen, just with the one section at the top for the camera. Yeah. Um, that's really cool. Like, I feel like that was the natural progression of stuff anyways. Did any other phone do that at the, up to this point? Face recognition scanning? No, like just, oh. it's all one screen. Yeah. Uh, the Samsung phones this year. Like the, oh, they're also the, doing the, that. the Note and the I was the expecting Galaxy somebody S8. else to have already done that. By oh yeah, point. because that's how iPhones work is Android has it and then iPhone gets it two years later and says, we just invented this. Yeah. Um, I like that. I like how it has the... Uh, wireless charging now. Once again, that's a thing that's been in other phones forever. Yep. Uh, it is really at this point just playing catch up with other stuff. Yeah. But it's at least nice to see that they finally caught up to that stuff. Yeah. The facial recognition, uh, facial recognition stuff. I guess it's pretty cool. Like, you know, technology speaking. Te- yes. Technology wise, really, it's really cool. cool. I would like to see more of what you can do with it in the future. The stuff that they showed off at the presentation didn't. You, you know. don't want super realistic mapping to Snapchat filters. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't <laughs> want my poop emoji to mimic what I'm. Oh yeah, doing. the live emojis or anim emojis. An emojis. Yeah, and I mean, that's I can definitely cool, see like other cool things later on. I could see games doing some cool stuff with that. Yeah. in the future, uh, what they just showed off, I was like, okay, that's a cool idea. Yeah, do something cool with it, please. Yeah, or is it going to be a thing that they're like, it's a thing we can do, and then it just kind of disappears when no one bothers doing anything with it. Yeah, my thing with like the face thing, and like somebody made a good point that I have, like that has an iPhone, because I was like, oh, you're going to get it. He's like, no, because a lot of times, like I'll be watching TV or like playing a game, and the phone will be like on the coffee table or on the side table, and you just like you like you'd go over like tap it, press the fingerprint thing, and you just like look at it from a distance yeah now you're gonna have to be like in bed and roll over and like open your eyes to be like okay scan me please like that kind of sucks um and then wireless charging to me like i get it it's cool but that's only really a good thing when i'm done using my phone because most of the time when i'm charging my phone if i'm not like asleep i have it plugged in like and i'm using it like you can't use your phone while it's wireless charging True. Because it's just down and away. Well, so I'm like, sure it's also going to be able to... It's going to come with a wire. Yeah, charge no, you'll be able to do both. Yeah, you'll be able to do both. It's just... It's not the default way I would like charging my yeah. phone. I don't think. I mean, I've never had one, but most of the time I'm using my phone and it's plugged in because, like, it'll die at, like, you know, 11 o'clock and for the last hour while I'm, like, before I go to sleep or whatever, I'll just be doodling around on my phone. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sh- yeah, I'm still sure that the cables are going to work. Yeah, uh, I mean, my the Apple Watch is wireless charging. You just put Essentially, it on the, like, the, yeah. the little, you know, yep. the little stand, and it automatically starts charging. And I have to like plug it in, um, and I like how like they're making it so that the 
base is big enough that you can put multiple things well, on it. So you can like drop your watch and your phone. And... That's a, I feel like that's a separate mat. Like the regular one that it comes with is like the, just for your phone. And then you can buy what, the does mat. Does it come with one with the phone? I thought it originally just, it came with the, that's what I was thinking. That it comes just with a charging cable. And then you can buy the and mat. And then you can buy the mat if you want. That. Oh, okay. Well, That's maybe. what I assumed it was. Yeah, I don't. I didn't see like the what's in the box. But. I just watched like a highlight reel thing on YouTube. Yeah, as opposed to like watching the whole thing. Um, um, but yeah, so new iPhones, Joe. You're not gonna get one, at least not right away. Not right away. Uh, I'll wait a little while for like, the if, iPhone uh, 10s. <laughs> yeah, if they do one, although they didn't do an S this year, and this would have been an S year. And they announced the 8 and the 8S at the same time, right? The 8 and the 8 Plus. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's just your regular run of the mill. It's a little bit better. It's, you know, but it's pretty much an iPhone 7, but it's got a, like a better chip or something. Like that's pretty much it. There's nothing really different about it. It's still got the home button and everything. And then the 10 is the giant super upgrade. Um, but yeah, so new iPhones, which will mean a host of new games and things like that, which we don't really cover mobile gaming on here. But if there's something big enough, like a Mario run, yeah. like a, or you know, Pokemon Go, Pokemon Go, then like then we'll bring it up because obviously it's something worth talking about. But um, that will do it for the bigger news items this week, which means we're going into a shortened lightning round, not lightning round because we don't have a ton of stuff. Uh, there wasn't a crazy amount of new things this week. Uh, so we'll jump right into it with a lightning round. Uh, the Switch voice chat, Joe, is better than ever because now you don't have <laughs> to have it. Better than horse shit? Yeah, way, way better than horse shit uh, because you don't have to have it open to be using it, which is great. Like you, that was When I realized that it was part of the thing, I was like, whoa, how would you think this is a good idea? Yeah, this was the biggest gripe when it got announced. When we tried using it, this was the biggest gripe because if your phone went to sleep, if you tried to look at something else, if you looked at a text, if Seriously, you looked at an the email, screen turned off, you were done. Lost. Either you know turn it on so that it never went in sleep mode, or constantly like every five minutes reach over and tap your screen just to make sure. Well, it didn't if you, turn off. if you were talking, it didn't go to sleep. But if you but like my default when I'm using my phone and put it down, I hit the power button and put it down. Like that's how I always that's how I use yeah. my phone. Yeah, yeah, I had to train myself not to do that, otherwise I would lose chatting. So yeah. we quickly just moved to Discord as opposed to using that. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe now it'll be easier because you know if I got to be on my phone, like I might as well just use the Nintendo app. I can now look at the other things in there. I can look at my Splatoon stats or whatever it is I'm doing, but I can also respond to texts and browse Facebook in between matches of Splatoon or whatever. So thank Christ. But yeah, so better than horseshit, probably still not great, but at least now you can, you can be doing other things on your phone and the chat will still work just like any other chat program in existence on phones. Um, so that's good. Uh, lightning round. This was a bit of a surprise, uh, partly uh, because we had no idea, but they announced this week that more SNES classics are coming out on day one, September the 29th, which yeah. is well, two weeks. Well, they've already been saying that they were going to They're going to do more. They're going to do more. They're going to do more. Yeah. Uh, but they said more uh, consoles on launch day than all of the NES classic in the entirety of 2016. Which wasn't a lot. So. No, but still. I think it was like 2 million or something like that. I think because like they sold four overall and like two was in 2016 and then two was in... 2017 for the, like the couple months that it was out or whatever. Like I don't remember the specifics on it, but it, it wasn't a lot. But at least this time, more on day one than all of 2016 for the Nintendo Classic. So those who didn't get pre-orders, um, Joe and myself included. Well, Joe maybe has one. Who knows? Yeah. Um, that gives you a good opportunity when to go 29th. So uh, oh, two so weeks from this past Friday. I'll be in Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, I'll be in California. So we got. I'm uh-huh. gonna go find a. 
GameStop or a Best Buy or something when I'm out there just to see if I can pick one up. Um, but it gives you a better chance. They also said they're going to keep production into 2018, where originally they said they were going to stop at the end of 2017 um, because they realized like they're fucking idiots. Um, yeah. And I guess lightning around pause for a second because we'll probably there's a couple of different things to go into here. Um, they also said that the NES Classic is returning in 2018, which <sighs> wow. I didn't. I thought they when yeah, they said it, it's they dead. Like they made it very clear that it was gone and gone forever. Yeah, and I thought when they said it's dead, it's like okay, it's dead. This is it. Um, so I hooray. I mean, I guess that gives us an opportunity to get one. I don't know how scarce they'll be. I'm sure the scalpers are going to be out in full force again because yeah. they're just going to want to. Like, I don't know why they stopped in the first and, place. And it, was this that they are going to start producing them again, or is it that they just still had some that they had produced? No, I think and they're, they're going gonna, to release. I think they're going to produce them again because okay. um, that would be fucked up if they had them and didn't put them out. Um, so yeah, no, they're they're coming back out in 2018. They also said the reason that they they undermade them in the first place was they were looking at sales of other retro consoles. So oh, that like, well, if you're the, gonna compare it to like the shitty retro, that's what I'm saying. Like well, that. like not necessarily the retro fives, but like or those that bunk all, like Atari collections. Yeah, and stuff like the all in one Atari, the all in one Genesis, those prob- crappy like Pac Man. Yeah. Probably, man. The, car going by. the vehicles today are ridiculous. But yeah, no. So they they based it based on sales and like trends of those much crappier third party systems out for a long time. Though, like you think they would have been like, okay, it's selling a lot better than those shitty things. Let's cancel it. Yeah, <laughs> I think it, I think at a certain point they were like, all right, we have to focus on Switch and making sure we can make as many Switches as possible because we were probably blown away by their response to the Switch. Um, so they probably ramped up production and now is like, there's a flow to putting out switches and switches are more available than they ever were. Like there's a, like they're doing okay with those. Now maybe we can take some of that and be like, all right, we're, we're going to make these again because we really need to. Um, uh, Reggie Fizeme also came out. Uh, I think it was this week. It might've been the tail end of last week, but I don't think we talked about it on last week's show that he did say when talking about more SNES classics being available is that you shouldn't have to go out and overpay on eBay or third party or that you should be able to just like, Pay eighty dollars. Walk into get, a store and pick it up and yes. buy it. That's their hope for the SNES Classic. Um, I don't think that'll necessarily be that for the re-release of the NES Classic, but um, but yeah, the SNES Classic seems like it's going to be a thing that you could just go into a store and buy. Which I hope to God it is because I want one and I don't. I'm not going to. I refuse to pay for like a double, Crazy triple price. Yeah. yeah, on eBay, I'm not going to do it. Um, eighty dollars is already pretty expensive for a retro console, but. Uh, but yeah, so Joe, do you think you're going to be able to get an NES Classic now? Uh, I mean, we talked about it before. I might technically have one pre-ordered. No, an NES Classic. Oh, NES Classic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I can, I will. The yeah. fact that but I but do would... you think you'll be able to? Oh. Like, obviously, mm. if we can, we will. But do you think you'll actually be able to see one without camping out or showing up three hours I, before a store opens? I really, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I can. Yeah, but I don't. So, um, if anything, I hope it at least dries down scalper prices a little bit when more of them come out. Like, yeah. like you said, I don't, I, I hate buying anything off of a scalper. I hate paying more than the asking price. Yeah, I have in the past. I'll admit it. Um, but if at least it like drives it down from like one hundred and fifty dollars to a hundred dollars for it, yeah. like that's not as bad. No. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not holding, like, I'm not holding my breath that I'm going to be able to yeah. get one. I'm going to try. Absolutely. I'm going to try. Cause if, if I am getting the SNES classic, I said this before, if I, if I'm getting the SNES classic, it'll piss me off to know that I don't have the NES classic. Correct. 
And like I said, I want to get one of these just so I can like go to my nephew and niece and be like, hey, these are the games I played when I was your age. Yeah. And if you want to grow up to be like me, you can play them too. And then yeah. I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> and we I, don't just, I take them and I throw them out the goddamn window. I'm like, don't be like me. <laughs> don't play this stuff. Yeah. This is ruin me. yourself. This is for me now. Um, yeah. So I. Look at me. You don't want this. <laughs> Especially your niece. You just want that. <laughs> Would you want this glorious beard? No. No, Uncle Joy, don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I'm not holding my breath that I'm going to get one. I want one. I'm going to try to get one. I'm not going to camp out for a day. Like I'm no. not going to do all these things. Like I'll wake up a half an hour early. That's like the extent of yeah. the extra work that I'm going to do. I'll wake up a half an hour early just to get the Best Buy and wait in line. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, like the SNS Classic comes out on my last day of vacation. So like I'm probably going to like... I'll try to see if I can stroll into a Best Buy at, you know, 10 o'clock when they open or, you know, whatever and see like, hey, do you have any extra? Because if so, I'm going to buy one. But I don't know. If I don't get it, then hopefully the fact that they're making more means that I can get a second shipment yeah. or a third or something like that. So I'm going to do my best because I really want them and I'm not going to pay overpriced for them. But we'll see. So if you if you fell left out in the cold like we did, you didn't get an NES, you didn't get a pre-order in SNES, there's still hope. Probably a very slim chance, but you know, keep your eyes peeled on the internet. Everyone's like all kinds of stores run email updates or text alerts or things like that. Get in on those. Unless they don't actually text Unless you. Unless they like don't actually the text best you. That's what I did with me. The with the amiibos. That's right. Uh, but you know, good good luck to you. You know, come to think of it, I don't think I got. I sign up for a whole lot of the email mailing list things from a lot of different stores for the SAS Classic. Yeah, and I don't think I got a single email from any of them. Yeah, because the pre-orders I, went up. Because I think the pre-orders went up at that weird like 3 a.m. time, and they were like, oh, shit, our emails go out at 5, and we made this available at 3, and they're all sold out. Because like, the way email updates Those usually work... never work for me. Well, the way that email updates usually work for most companies is they go out at certain times during the day. And so if all of a sudden you accidentally turned on the SNES Classic at 2 a.m., and the automated email of we're going to have them available doesn't go out till 5 a.m., then you cancel the automated email because they're all sold out already. Yeah. So I think that might have been it, too. Um, but, yeah, uh, lightning round resume. Lightning round. Uh, Okami HD is coming out uh, for the PS4 and Xbox One on December the 12th. And PC. And PC. Um, this is the PS3 360 version of Okami, yeah, then upresed a little bit more. It's the Okami HD... This is like the HD remastered at this point. Yeah, and so this is then the super HD re remaster because yeah. it's not they're not remastering like from the ground up the PS2 game. They're taking the upresed PS3 game and upresing it a little bit more. Yeah, at least that's the sound of it. It's a game I never played. I probably won't go and try yeah, it. It's it's if I haven't played it at this point, I'm not going to play it. Yeah, like the fact that it's now on the newest thing isn't going to entice me. But there yeah, are it, huge... didn't, it didn't entice me when they put it on the newest thing last time. Yeah, and there's enough uh, Okami fans, I'm sure, that'll go out and buy it. So, you know, happy for them, but probably going to skip it myself. Hmm. Uh, lightning round. Last week, we gave the final wrap-up of the roster for uh, WWE 2K18, uh, which is coming out in October. Uh, after that, though, they did say, we have one more surprise person, uh, and it's Vince McMahon. So the leader, uh, CEO owner creator of the wwe uh is going to be playable again in 2k18 i didn't see this is it like 
what what Vince McMahon is it? Is the, it just current day Vince McMahon, or is it like the picture is him old in a school suit. wrestling Vince McMahon? Yeah, the picture that they put up is him in a suit. Is it seventy year olds and seventy year old and jacked like cover of Fitness Magazine Vince I, McMahon? I mean, to be fair though, I don't think since the nineties he looks any different. His hair is just a little bit grayer, but True. he dyes it. Like he's still a jacked individual at fifty as he is at seventy. Um, and the man could take a bump, as we saw. For those that watch wrestling, Vince McMahon got bloodied open this week in a surprise return. Uh, so that was pretty cool. That was really good. But yeah, he's going to be playable in the game. I think he usually is. They usually have different costumes. Like one is when he was back then, and one's like in a suit, and one's in a t-shirt or whatever. Like They have different variations, so I'm sure it's going to be just like that. But that just adds one more person to, as we discussed last week, the uh, biggest roster of all time in yeah. WWE games. So, and as big Shane day. and Steph are in it also. So. Yes. You can have the whole Vince Man family wrestling together. Except the senator who's a member of uh, the Trump cabinet. She's uh, not in the game. Yeah. Linda. Uh, but as big wrestling well, fans. She never actually wrestled, though. Uh, I mean, Stephanie, she's taken. Stephanie and uh, Shane have actually participated in matches. That's true. But she's like, you know, she's taken stunners and she's taken like. Yeah. And I feel like she might have had a match against Stephanie at one point or something really? like. I don't know. She's been involved in altercations, but probably not football matches. Um but yeah, she hasn't been. I don't think she's been in any of the games. Maybe she has. Uh, like probably like, like old, as a background character or yeah. something like that. Like she comes out and yells at you at one point during yeah. a story mode thing. Um, but yeah, so as big WWE fans, I'm sure we'll be likely to get that game and play maybe as Vince. Uh, Lightning round. A developer this week or last week um, came out and said that I forget what game he's working on, but he basically said something to the effect of like. Um, we're going to put achievements in the game because we have achievements and trophies in the other versions of the game, uh, but Nintendo's working on it right now, so we don't have them in yet, which is the first real concrete thing that some kind of achievement trophy-type system might be coming to the Switch. I don't know if it'll be just like people can put it in their own individual games and it's game-based or if it's tied to your Nintendo ID. We don't know anything about that yet, but this is the first real, like, inside info kind of thing that th- this is coming. Yeah. It's a Polish developer uh, by the name of Tom, uh, Thomas Zwiski. Uh, he's Good working, attempt. he's working on a title called Lickspear. Of course. Yeah. I've never heard of it, <laughs> <laughs> but Hey, I mean, I've, hmm, I feel like it's just, just past that time. I don't know. I still like them. I don't. I don't grind for them, but I like when they happen. Like I was playing that NBA Prelude thing. Yeah, yeah. Didn't right. know they were there, and I got a trophy, and I went, "What the fuck? There's trophies? <laughs> Gotta get them all now." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like to see how they do it. Yeah, and I'm sure there'll be like kooky Nintendo style like things to it. That's true. It would actually add a, a nice like level of in involvement to like you know uh, Mario Odyssey. Like collect all the whatever the things are. Yeah. The stars all the moons. or the yeah. moons. That's right. They're moons and this yeah. collect all the moons. Yep. Get like all, you know, 250 or however many moons it will be. And yeah. like, Oh, cool. Like, you know, normally it'd be the kind of thing where I'd be like, eh, I beat the game. I don't need to collect all of them. But yeah. now I'm like, Oh, but I got to get their little, I don't know, whatever, not trophy, not achievement. Yeah. Whatever they would call them thing. Um, like I'm, I assume you could do something where it's like, uh, inhabit every type of enemy as the hat. So, like, you got to be a Goomba and a Koopa and, uh, like, you know, all these different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be really cool. I mean, I'd be down. Yeah. We already know he's got a job as a professional street sign, professional lamppost. Um, but, yeah, no, I would like to see them implement some kind of thing. 
especially if it tied into like not whatever the new club Nintendo is or like maybe you get the like the crappier version of points because there's like the good version of points which gets you like games and stuff and then there's the crappier version of points which gets oh, you, you know, other it, things it, being Nintendo I bet you they'd be like coins yeah it's so like a gold coin, a silver coin, a bronze coin for like the rarity of the achievements that you get. Well, isn't it like the gold coins, the basic, and then there's like the orange coins? Other than like the blue coin, the yeah. red coin. Yeah, like there's the ones that mean more. So it'd probably be the different colored coins. Yeah, something um, like that. Yeah, that'd be fine. I'd be totally down with that. And it would make sense from a Nintendo standpoint. And then like a star for collecting all of them. Yeah, perfect. We just figured it out. The uh, Nintendo, mail us the check. Yes. Money, please. Or, you know, free swag. I'll take swag. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Free copies of Mario early. That'd be nice. We would take that too. That'd be fantastic. Uh, we promise not to talk about it before embargo dates are up because we're good like that. Uh, lightning round. Warner Brothers said they're done making Batman games. Uh, for those that played the Batman games, they were always made by Rocksteady, uh, except for one, which was the Batman Arkham Origins. Rocksteady said they were done. Well, Warner Brothers always produced them. Yeah, yeah. They put them, out. put them out. Yeah. And then Warner Brothers made their own like spin-off one. And that's the worst Rocksteady, one. Yeah. Which was Arkham Origins. Yep. And Rocksteady said they were done making Batman games after Arkham Knight. Like they did a trilogy, they were done, they were going to work on something new, which we haven't seen anything from them in a while. I wonder what they're working on. From what? Rocksteady? Yeah. I don't think we've know yeah, what they're That's a good point. Yeah, they, I don't think I don't yeah, know what they put out. And Arkham Knight came out in 2014. Yeah. Um so uh so yeah, I um or maybe it was but 2015. It was, uh, it was Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, yep. legendary voice of Batman, going yes. back all the way through the Batman animated series. Yep. Basically came out and was like, oh yeah, we're not doing, they're done, they're not making any more of those. Which is good, because if Rocksteady was done, then I didn't want WB to make them, because like WB Montreal made Origins, and it was the worst one, it was very repetitive, it wasn't very good. The story was okay, but it was definitely the worst of the three, um, so I don't really want them to continue making them if Rocksteady's not involved, and yeah, they're not. Last, so last thing they did was just the Batman Arkham VR for the PlayStation Four. Oh, okay. Uh, and I don't think they're working on anything else. Well, they uh, might be they don't just have having like listed at least that they've announced. Yeah, they definitely haven't announced anything. Um, but yeah, who knows? Well, I look forward to whatever they do come out with right. next because it'll probably it be awesome. In December, uh, December of 2016, Stefan Hill, who is the founder and guy who runs Rocksteady Studios, confirmed on his official Reddit account that a new project is currently under development by Rocksteady Studios, but we've heard nothing since then. That's fair. Which means probably at like an E3 next year we might get something. Superman game. I don't, I don't <laughs> know how you can make a good Superman game. Like... Are you telling it's, me that the Superman 64 game wasn't great? Yes, I am telling you that with oh. 100% certainty. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I liked it. Eh. I did not like it. No, nobody liked no it. No one liked it. Um, but that's good. I'm excited about that, that they're done with those because I think it's time to leave that one behind for now. And then maybe in a, you know you pick it up in five years or whatever on the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox 8 or whatever they're going to call it. Um so yeah, uh, lightning round, the the director of Uncharted 4 and someone who's been, I think, with Naughty Dog since the beginning, I think, he's been a long time, uh, has stepped down, stepped away from the company. Uh, yeah, 18 years. Bruce, uh, Bruce Stra- Straley? Straley, Straley, I think is yeah. what it is. Um, not good with names today. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but yeah, no, it, that's a sad thing when someone who's been with a company that long and been a part of such memorable games... Um, steps away i think i don't think he's doing anything else i think is is it retirement or is he starting as a new thing 
I don't know if it says. Uh, yeah, he just said that he's going to be focusing on other directions. Okay, so that I mean that can mean family, that can mean you know a new company, that can mean freelancing. You know, a lot of these big time game directors, when they step down, they help, or they go into other studios as a freelancer to like help get a game back on track or help steer something in the right direction. So, I mean, if he's going to be still involved in the game industry, then I look forward to anything he puts out because I, you know, Naughty Dog's put out some amazingly fantastic games as we talked about. You know, with the Uncharted series and, yeah. Crash and I mean, eighteen and stuff. eighteen years working on some of the biggest games there are out there. Yeah. I mean, even then, like that's a good it's a good time to step down. Like, yeah, you're, you're leaving at the top of your game at that point. Yeah, yeah. I started working uh, nineteen ninety nine as an artist on Crash Team Racing, and I love Crash Team Racing. So good on him. Hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, best of luck in future endeavors, and I'm sure if he pops up somewhere in some gaming thing, we'll be excited to play whatever he's got. Yeah. Uh, lightning round, and this is the final piece of the lightning round. There is a new show on Netflix that uses Final Fantasy as a heavy inspiration. Joe, do you want to tell us about that show? Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, neither of us watched it. it this no. is just something that I saw the news report on it, and I went like, "What? What? What? Really? Huh? Interesting." Uh, I don't even have Netflix, so maybe you'll have to give it a try at some point. I'm gonna have my friend who's super into Final Fantasy 14 watch it and tell me what he thinks. Okay, but uh, yeah, so on Netflix they uh, have a new series called Final Fantasy 14: Dad of Light. Yeah, uh, it is a Japanese soap opera <laughs> that actually doesn't have anything to. Well, it has when you hear Final Fantasy, like Netflix has a Final Fantasy 14 or Final Fantasy show coming out. You yeah. are going to assume it's going to be some sort of tie into the game, especially yeah. with like say Final Fantasy fifteen had a movie and like a, an anime series and a whole yeah. bunch of other stuff. And there's like Advent Children, add, and... yeah, that added to like the stories. Yeah, um, that's this, not this. This is a Japanese soap opera about a son who wants to reconnect with his father, so he buys him a copy of Final Fantasy fourteen. Yep. Uh, sets him up to start playing it, and then he goes and makes his own character in the game. And then befriends his dad in the game as a way to get close to him. Yeah. Without so they, the dad knowing that he's playing the game with his son. Yeah, they reconnect using the MMO Final Fantasy fourteen, which yes. oh oh boy. Yes, which like honestly you can like sounds a little heartstring pull. You yeah, can be like and, you're like, I have a feeling this is gonna be very touching. Yeah, it like would a be a father if, and son connecting together after like a long time of being, you know, distant to one another. Yeah, no, that would be great if it was a documentary. But it's not, it's fake. That's my thing. Like, if this was real and this was like a real, true, heartwarming story. Well, I mean, you think that the dad would be wondering why a camera crew is falling around trying to play Final Fantasy fourteen? Yeah, know? but maybe it's just like maybe his yeah, but maybe his kid's a documentary filmmaker, like, and like his documentary partner is like, hey, we're just filming this thing, Dad. Do you mind like if we take some B roll of you, like you don't really have to talk or whatever. Like, you could you could work it out where it kind of seems like a surprise. I'm not saying that that exists, but like if that was the case, I'd be way more interested in this than here. We manufactured this like touching heartfelt story. I mean, like I said, it's it's just a soap opera. Like, yeah. I mean, there's been other things like that before that still worked well. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's necessarily bad. I'll again, I'll have to have someone else watch it for me. To tell <laughs> me what it's like. Um, but yeah, I just think it's a quirky, weird little uh, quirky, weird little thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw it and I went like, Okay, sure. Why not? Japan, yeah. you do weird shit sometimes. Yeah, and the name's funny. I like the name Dad of Light. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but that will do it for the lightning round, not lightning round, which means it does it for this week's episode of the Broken Clocks Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning 
at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. You can find us on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. So give us a like and a subscribe. You can follow us on Twitter. Um, you can interact with us. We, you know, post every now and again. Let us know what you're looking forward to, what you thought of the Nintendo Direct, what was your favorite game coming out of there. Um, just a bit of housekeeping before we wrap it up completely. Uh, next week, as Joe and I kind of hinted at, we are both on vacation. We are taking some much-needed time off. Uh, but we will have an episode still. Uh, we're going to be doing our special fall game preview where we look forward to uh, what games are coming out in the fall uh, and what we're excited to play. So look for that. Also next week, for those that listen to our Broken Clocks main event podcast, I will actually be attending No Mercy uh, in Los Angeles with Skip. So we may or may not have something up. Uh, we're going to get picks from everybody. We're still going to do the game. We still have championship titles to defend and money in the banks to maybe cash in. But uh, the group will be splintered and scattered. Everybody will be kind of doing their own thing. So we might not have a true um, like recap or pre-show um skip and i may do some chatting and things like that when we're out there but uh, we may or may not have something so if you don't see it next week that's probably why uh, but we'll be on twitter and talking about it at the very least so remember you can follow us on twitter broken clock pods um but uh with all of that housekeeping done and with all of the segments over it is now time to end the show so once again my name is adam and i'm joe and thanks so much for listening bye